changes. Great, Cameron sighed, brushing back a lock of blonde hair from her eyes. Can someone please tell me why he always manages to get here early? Because it gives him more time to sharpen his twisted old tongue, Linda answered. Besides, you know he loves you. Thanks a lot, Cameron murmured, making a face. That man talks nothing but sick, 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 Linda complained. I don't know how you take it. I take it, Cameron replied, because he pays over the top. And very soon, I'll have enough money stashed away to open my own place. And when I do, you'll come work for me, and any client who talks dirty to either of us is history. How's that? You better make it soon before I slap his disgusting mouth shut once and for all, Linda said. Tune him out, that's what I do, Cameron said, stretching her arms above her head. I try, Linda wailed, but come on, you know, it's impossible. Nothing's impossible, Cameron shot back, heading for the staff changing room. Maybe for you, Linda yelled after her. Cameron was a stunningly beautiful woman, five feet eight inches tall with a well-toned body, flawless skin, high cheekbones and dirty blonde hair worn short and spiky with long bangs that drifted sexily above her pale green eyes. She'd worked at Bounce for almost three years, ever since fleeing Hawaii in an abusive relationship. She was 21 when she'd first landed in L.A., and because of her exceptional looks, she could have easily followed the actress or modeling route. But she was after something more substantial, so what better plan than working toward eventually opening her own fitness studio? She knew plenty about health and how to be in optimum shape. At least Greg had taught her something. And best of all, she was smart enough to realize that she could achieve her goal if she worked hard and didn't allow herself to get caught up in the whole L.A. scene of recreational drugs, late-night clubs, and endless parties. Hey, beauty, Dorian, a buff trainer with a mane of flaxen hair and several flamboyant tattoos, called out as she pulled on a fresh tank top. That old dude of yours is getting impatient. Oh, God, Cameron exclaimed. That man is such a wanker. Somebody needs to put him down, Dorian warned. And I do not mean in a good way. I'd love to, Cameron quipped, hurrying toward the main workout area. Only I suspect he'd get off on it. Her unfavorite client, Mr. Lord, was indeed waiting. A bizarre figure in red and black bicycle shorts, stuffed with what could only be described as a fake penis. A Rat Pack t-shirt circa 1965, and a crooked brown toupee perched jauntily on top of his head. He was a writer of crap biographies, all out of date and totally inaccurate. The celebrities he'd written about regarded him as a pathetic joke who couldn't write his way out of a corner, but he kept on trying. He threw her a disapproving look while tapping the dial of his fake gold Rolex. You late, he grumbled. If I wasn't so hot to fuck you, I'd find myself another trainer. What an asshole, she thought, smiling brightly. She had a mind to dump him, but right now she needed all the money she could get, so she charged him double her hourly rate and gritted her teeth. My bad, Mr. L, she said. Let's get you started. You need a boyfriend. Mr. Lord said, leering at her breasts. And I'm talking about a man, not some boy. A real man who knows how to lick your pussy. 
Cameron tuned him out as he began pontificating about the joys of oral sex, at which he was, according to him, the absolute master. The very idea of Mr. Lord giving head to anyone was repugnant. Her thoughts drifted to Greg, as they often did, and the memories that came up were still painful. She and Greg had met in his native Australia when she was 19 and backpacking across the country. She'd left her Chicago home at 18 shortly after burying her mother, who died of cancer. For the year before hooking up with Greg, she'd indulged her wanderlust, exploring Asia with Katie, a friend from school. They'd stayed in youth hostels and beach communes, working as waitresses and babysitters, until they'd decided to head for Australia. They'd purchased a couple of cheap plane tickets to Sydney, and from there they'd made their way to the Great Barrier Reef. Within days, she'd run into Greg at a beach party. He was six foot three, a muscle.